truly help us, I, I believe, I think, and what Pastor in this, this life learning lesson is to truly help us uh, to live this gospel, to, to face the things that we, that we see every day. God's word is, is true. And, and, and it, it was good yesterday, it's good for the day, and it's good tomorrow. His word will, will, can help us through any situation, circumstances that we have to face in this life. But we have to know it. Uh, it, it, was, it was said, you know, we have to study, we have to know God's word in order to, to know his promises. We have to know his word in order to, to help, help us with the things that we, are having, that we struggle with. And in all the things we talk about, forgiveness, any, anything, God understands, Jesus knows this, that anything that, 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 that we allow in our lives that, that, that keeps us away from him, that, that, that prevents us from seeing uh, the full picture that God wants us to see, then that's not good. We can call it what we want to call it, a spirit, whatever it is, but whatever it is that prevents us from doing the will of God and, and prevents God from using us, those are the things that are not good for us. And, and, and so the Bible will teach us that. And you had some great questions this morning. I, I appreciate that. And that, that's what we, you know, we, we're going to learn from one another. Not, not from me talking or anyone standing up here talking. We're going to learn from one another. Go ahead, sister. Okay. clarification on, 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 on forgiveness and, and, and in every situation and, and you're right how do, how do you really if you know the person you know if you know the person then then what do you do do I, I need to go to that person if I don't know the person I may not see them again can I so we'll, 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 we'll talk about that a little bit more before we get started how about that all right all right let us let us pray 
Dear God, we just thank you, Lord, for, we just thank you for being God. Lord, we, we, we thank you for just allowing us to, to be here on this day, to, to, to talk about it, to reason together. And Lord, we, we know that it, that's all about you, your saints wanting to know you more, know you better, Lord, that we can truly be better uh, for you to use us in, in whatever way you need to use us. We want to be able to say, here I am, Lord, send me, I'll go. So, Lord, we just thank you, praise your holy name, Lord, continue to, to guide us in, in the way that you have us to go. We pray for the service that are coming up next, Lord, we pray for our pastor always, Lord, we continue to give him strength and courage and his family likewise, Lord. So we just thank you, we love you, Lord, because you first loved us. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. God bless you.
I was four, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. I didn't get a chance to watch none of the game yesterday. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I was out with the wife. We were just out shopping, going to stores and stuff. You need, you need
Have your attention, please. Worship will be starting in one minute. Please take this opportunity to prepare your hearts for worship and to be seated. And don't forget to put your cell phones on silent.
Lord is good this morning. Oh, come on now. How many know the Lord's been good to you this morning? He watched over you all last night, y'all. He woke you up early this morning and tell you to get up, arise, and see what I've done for you on this day. How many know that God has been good to you? What a mighty God we serve. I don't know about you today, but when I look back over my own life, and I can see just how good God's been to me, and I can't help but to get up and stand up and give him all the glory and the honor that he deserves for just loving me so. Forgiving me of all my sins. I, I, I know he's good. I know that he's good, y'all. Even when I'm at my lowest, he's there with me to pick me up. Because he's good. And he's good all the time. It was David that said, I bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, oh bless his holy name. And we need to know that God is good, y'all. that he loves us so much as the world is saying so many bad things as the world is crucifying him over and over and over again every day but yet we still hear him saying I love you we still see his great works every day because he's still blessing us and we want to thank him and give him all the honor and glory go with me this morning the book of Isaiah, the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. That's Isaiah chapter 53. When you have it, if you're able, please stand and say amen. Jesus is real, y'all. I know that he's real because I can feel him deep down in my soul. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't serve a God that I couldn't feel sometimes. He's real. And we have to know he's real. Isaiah chapter 53. I'll be reading from New Living Translation. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot like a root in the dry ground there was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance nothing to attract us to him he was despised and rejected a man of sorrows acquainted with the deepest grief he turned we turned our backs on him and looked the other way he was despised and we did not care Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's past to follow our own. 
yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong. He had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made, yet his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant would make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier, because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. That is the word of God, y'all, for all of his people. And his people said, Amen. But now I open in prayer. So let's bow here for a word of prayer, please. My Lord, my God, my Heavenly Father, Lord, first and foremost and always, I just like to say, we love you, Lord. And we put no one before you for your God and your God all by yourself. Lord, before I go any further, I'd just like to say if I did if I did anything that might have brought reproach against you or the kingdom, I ask for forgiveness and I ask it in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this day. We thank you for this day. For this is the day you have made and we're going to rejoice and be extremely glad in it. Lord, I thank you for on this day that you allowed us to make it back to the household of faith one more time, Lord. Never knowing which time is going to be the last time, but while we're here, we're going to give you glory, honor, and praise, Lord, for you're worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, Lord, you're truly worthy to be praised. Lord, we just thank you for our, our last night laying down and our, this morning, the, um, the early rising. And for us to be here today, we know that it's just another blessing from you because in your word it said that tomorrow is not promised. So for this day, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, thank you is a word that when we think about all you've done, all you're doing, it's hard to 
get past because we thank you for life and, and life itself, Lord. We thank you for strength. We thank you for patience. Lord, uh, um, and we thank you for love because it's because of your love that we are here today, Lord. You so love the world that you gave up your only begotten son where we could have life and life itself and for that we just have said the thank you and Lord for us to make it here safe this morning they gave us traveling grace Lord let us come from point A to point B and make it back home again Lord and for that we just said thank you. Lord, we thank you for strength because on our own we, we have none but in our weakness your strength is made perfect, Lord, and for that we just say thank you. Lord, we just thank you for our pastor, Lord. Lord, uh, uh, we ask you to give him everything that he needs to lead we your people in the way that we should go, Lord. Help us to follow him as he followed you. Lord, we thank you for a choir. Lord, uh, as you have them sing the hymn, hymn praises to each and every one of us, Lord, we thank you for our musicians as they play the songs. Lord, uh, we thank you for our associates ministers, Lord, as they're around here doing their work, Lord, we thank you for us as deacons, Lord, help us, Lord, we thank you for our mothers, our urchers, our greeters, Lord, and we also thank you for the leaders of Limestone and put it in our spirit and in our heart to understand that we all are leaders and we ought to be out here getting busy about your work, trying to lead people back to you. Lord, we thank you for favor because it comes from you. Favor is not fair, but it is favor. Lord, and we ask you to increase our faith right now, Lord, and I ask it in the name of Jesus because in your word it said, without faith, it's impossible to please God, Lord, and we truly the one to please you in each and everything that we do and all the things that we do. Lord, we, we thank you for your Holy Spirit whose job is to lead God and direct us in the way that we should go, Lord. So I ask you to allow us to follow the unction of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we, we just thank you for life and life itself. We think that things as well off as they are because as we look around this world we see it's in such a terrible way but all we have to do is continue to lean and depend on you and trust you for one thing and we trust you for all things and we know if we can do that and everything is going to be alright Lord because we know you're in control Lord we realize you got a reason and a purpose for all things Lord and there's no situation that you would put us in that you hadn't already gave us a means of escape, Lord. And then on top of that, you told us that we are victorious. Uh, we have the victory in all that we do. So all we got to do is just continue to look to the hills, which come of all our help, Lord. All our help comes from you, and we know that everything, I said everything, 
I said everything is going to be all right. So, Lord, it's hard to get past. Thank you. I'm not even going to try to go that far. So I said, thank you. I said, thank you. Lord, I said, thank you. Lord, most of all, we thank you for your darling son, Jesus, Lord. Lord, we ask you to touch the sick and shut in wherever they may be comfortable bereaved family, Lord. We ask you to be with the widows and the orphans. Lord, but, uh, um, most of all, we just ask you to continue to help us do the things that you would have us to do. Only the things that bring glory, honor, and praise to your most holy and divine word. Lord, not our will, but thy will be done, Lord. And I ask it in the wonderful, marvelous, majestic, and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen.
God is a great God. Hallelujah. As I look in the audience, I see miracles, signs, and wonders that he performed for some of us. How many of you know he really is a great God? He kept us all year long. How many of you know he is a great God? He kept you through this week. How many of you know he is a great God? It was somebody who planned on waking up this morning and they weren't able to, but you were. So how many of you know he truly is a great God and there's no name above that name? Because we know at the mention of his name, healing takes place. At the mention of his name, deliverance takes place. At the mention of his name, peace must be still. Hallelujah. That is a great God, how many of you know we really do serve a great God? Can you put your hands together for the great God that you serve? I'm not talking about for me, but I'm talking about the God that woke you up this morning, kept you in your right frame of mind. When all hell broke loose this week, you still had a peace that surpassed all understanding. Can we take a moment and give God what he is due? We ain't on no time limit. We want to worship you, God. We want to thank you. We don't want to ask you for anything, but we just want to thank you for being a great God. We want to thank you for being a God that does not lie. We want to thank you for being a God that never left us or forsake us. We want to be a God that has kept us all year long. We want to thank you for being that kind of God. We don't want to ask you for nothing, but we just say thank you, God, for being a great God. Thank you, God, for being a great kind of God. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for God. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. Amen. Go with me to James chapter 2. Hallelujah. James chapter 2, beginning at the 14th verse. And I will be reading from the New King James Version. That's James chapter 2, beginning at the 14th verse. And of course, we ask those that are able to stand in reverence to his word. That's James chapter 2, beginning at the 14th verse. And it reads, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But you do, but do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? That is the word of God for the people of God. And the people said, Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for 
being who you are, oh God, we ask that you have your way in this service. Your spirit come and saturate this house, oh God. We ask that you bless these tithes and these offerings. We ask that you bless those who may want it to give but did not have it to give. We ask that you just continue to bless this service, oh God. It's in your name we pray and ask it all. Amen. On the screen is a few reminders on how you can give. Of course, if you are here, you can give so after service if you did not do so before. We do have a QR code that you can scan with your cell phone. You can give via Cash App, drop it off here at the church, or via PayPal.
you really, truly grateful? If, if has God any, done anything for you at all? Anything? raise you up from a bed that this morning is God alright with you then y'all ought to praise the Lord in this place is he worthy to be praised I, I can't hear y'all 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 he, he must not be worthy to y'all praise because I know it's difficult for you but but I dare you to stand up on your feet and give God the glory, the honor, and the praise. I dare you to shout his name out. Call upon his mercy and his grace. I dare you to say, for God I live and for God I die. I dare you. Is he all right? Look at your name and say, he all right with me. He's all right with me. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful for all that you have done. All that you are doing and will do. We pray now to glorify you. To exalt you. To lift up your holy name thank you for your darling son Jesus Christ who hung bled and died got up on that third appointed morning just for me and all who will believe now Lord we have assembled here to receive and to hear your word I confess that I can do nothing without you but I pray, Lord God, with you I can do all things. So hide me behind your cross. Lay me at your feet. Consume me now by your spirit. And we ask for your will to be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come and go with me to the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 4. Scan down, if you will, until the 15th verse. We will exercise the liberty to use the entire chapter along with the fifth chapter. Uh, but if for your edification, I encourage you even to read the entire book. It's not that long. Uh, and certainly, uh, if you're like me, before you fall asleep, you can get it in. Reading from the King James Version. The first John, fourth chapter, 15th verse. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. He have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. 
Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casteth I fear because fear hath torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man says, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God loveth brother also. If you don't mind, may I go over into the fifth, verse, fifth chapter. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and every one that loveth him that begot loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are grievous. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God of God. Thus ends our reading. May the Lord bless the, re the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his most holy word. You may be seated. <clears throat> For a subject today, I want to leave with you these three words. Believe and live. Believe and live. It was impressed upon John, and it seemed to be his mission that he wanted them to know, the world to know, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He didn't want there to be any doubts for generations to yet to come. He wanted us to know that there's something significant that enables us to do the will of God. He wrote so that it would be penned or left in writing so that all who maybe had not witnessed or seen Jesus would still be able to feel Jesus. I don't know about you, but I have not seen Jesus with my physical eyes. But when I think about the spiritual, in my spiritual perspective, I can be with the Lord. So therefore, I have to, and I have made a choice that I either must believe or not believe. 
John wrote so that generations after generation after generations, however long God desires, that they would also come to the knowledge of who Jesus is. There was a problem that John states in 1 John, and that was the false teaching that was seeming to occur. There were many who had come to the realization, or at least come to the perspective, their own realization, that Jesus, from the time that he was born until his baptism, he was human, just like us. But when Jesus had his baptism and he went before and there was God and opened up the heavens and descended upon him as a dove, they anticipate, they expect, they evaluate, they say that Jesus descended upon the human person of Jesus Christ. Therefore, he was able to do the miracles he was able to perform the impossible. He was able to do all things as long as the spirit was upon him. But they say that when he went to the cross, when he was crucified, wounded for your transgressions, when he attempted to bear your sins, that he was not able to bear your sins because the moment that he went to the cross, and that they were able to kill him, they were only able to kill him because the spirit of Jesus had ascended back into heaven. I come to tell you, you must believe and live. The Bible requires that if a man believes, he must confess it with his mouth what he believes in his heart. Because the truth of the matter is, what's in your heart is as a man so thinketh. And so he thinketh, so is he. You must realize that you are a product of your thoughts. If you think ugly, Gonna call yourself ugly. If you think good, then call yourself good. But you're a liar, and the truth ain't in you. Because two things I would tell you that this word tells me that every man is a liar. It also says none, God says none are good. No, not one. In other words, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Then, preacher, there is no hope for us. I told you you're lying, the truth ain't in you. There's hope in Jesus Christ. Jesus is eternal hope. He never dissipates, he never disappears. He, he is always present with us and no place absent. 
Allow me, if you will, to just read you a few scriptures. I, I don't have much to say, so I, I, I'll try to read these scriptures here and go on. 1 John 3.23 says, And this is his commandment, because the word tells us if we love him, we will keep his commandment. Stay with me, I'm going somewhere. 1 John 3.23, And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. 1 John 1, 1 John, I'm sorry, 1 John 4 and 2, Hereby know ye that the Spirit of God Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. It's easy for me to understand then that if I truly believe God is God, I must confess that he is God. We don't need any silent spectators. Because it requires that each of us that are born again truly believe and live. And part of living is witnessing for Christ. You can't sit on the fence. You, you can't take a situation or petition of neutrality. You know how we look at things that happen and we pretend that we don't see them or, or we get out of the way of it real quick. You got to take a stand. You got to either live for God or not. 1 John 5, 1 says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. I really want you to get that. If you say Jesus is the Christ, you are born of God. In other words, you have taken on the personality, the character of God in the sense that you accept that you will allow God to be the ruler of your life. There's no if and ands and buts about it. If you believe, then you got to live. Live like God instructs us to live, not the way you choose. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him, everyone that loveth him, that begot loveth him also that is begotten of him. If you're a child of God, people won't have to ask you if you've been born again. Because if you've been redeemed, it's going to show up in you. It may not be 100, uh, how do y'all say it? It may not be 100, but some percentage, and that has to do with your walk with God. When you first come to God, you didn't walk based upon the same percentage that you should be walking today. It's not enough to talk about you've been in a church 40 years if you ain't got the 10% when you started and 10% now. 
there ought to be a maturing faith in you. You ought to grow in Christ. In other words, some of the things that you used to get upset about can't upset you today because you learned to bite your lip. Same old stuff that used to get the best of you, you just smile. Because you done been down that road before. The devil ain't got no new tricks for you. He's just doing the same old thing over and over again in a different kind of look. You got to learn how to be able to tell the devil, look him in the eye and say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Believe, 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 and live. Well, you can't live if you don't believe. Wait a minute, Pastor. What are you saying? I got to be subject to everything that God says? Now, I suggest to you all of us believe, even if we're not believers. Y'all didn't get that. All of us believe, even if we are not believers, you believe something. You believe what you did last night was right. You justify it. They don't make it right. The only measurement that we should use is not our measurement, but the measurement of the word. How can I use the word since I don't come to nothing? I don't study nothing. I know people get tired of me saying it, but I'll stop saying it when y'all start coming. I know you don't need it. That's why you need it. Can I get a witness? You, you don't need Sunday school or life learning lesson. You, you're too smart for all that. You got, you, you too, you're so good that your stuff don't stink. I don't know about y'all, but I, 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 I know I'm, I'm tore up. That's why I have to confess up. You see, the only difference between you and a sinner man is that you got Jesus. And a sinner does not. This, this is going to mess you up. But the, and I'm, I'm going to qualify this belongs to Wayne. But if you study the Bible long enough, you can't call everybody brother or sister. Y'all look at me funny. You know who is brother and sister is the people who are in the family. And everybody's not in the family. So therefore, they can't be my brother and sister. Let me give you a perfect example of the application. Everybody who is my sister or my brother in my earthly family, I'm not talking about the church family, they were born either from my mother or my father. So if you were not born of my mother or my father, you're not my brother or my sister. If you hadn't been born of the Holy Spirit, if you had not been born again, then you are not in my family, my church family, my 
only family therefore you are not my brother or my sister so don't y'all talk around, walk around here talking about everybody your brother there's some things you need to dust your feet off don't be pretending that everybody just because they breathe breath is your brother because not everybody's obedient and I, I, I need to help it. That means nobody is obedient. Except they be filled by the spirit of the Lord. I'm sorry, I digress. Believe and live. I'm tired of folks don't want to live. They call themselves a Christian. Let me give you another. This is this is this is Wayne. This is my study of the word. Y'all study. Maybe y'all study a different word. I don't know. But my study of the word says, <laughs> not all of us have sinned. Not, not only have all of us sinned and fall short of the glory, but we need to make sure that we understand that we have to fess up. Because here's the truth. I don't care if you've been born again. You're going to mess up. Don't think too highly of yourself. Acting like you all that in a bag of chips. Pretending you don't have no mess. I'm telling you, your stuff stinks. So y'all, all these tight-lipped people that don't ever say excuse me or forgive me. Because y'all don't know how to forgive. Because you hadn't forgiven yourself. You can't forgive others if you don't forgive yourself. Not because you're worthy, but because God gave you grace. Just because you do a deed don't make you acceptable. Acceptable. You can do all the good work you want to. That ain't going to get you into heaven. Only the baptism and the blood of Jesus Christ should deliver us had there been no shedding of blood there would be no remission of sin y'all ought to clap on that just because you think about how God looked over your sin he looked beyond your fault saw all of your needs and sent Jesus Christ down through 40 and 2 generations tearing down woodwork and brass believe and live some of us live like any old thing lives are raggedy but I got good news for you I don't care how bad you are if you got Jesus that's why I talk about a maturing faith because see you can't walk the same way you started out walking Sooner or later, you got to be growing in Christ and Christ grows in you. You still going to mess up, but, but you ain't messing up like on the same little things that you were messing up on before. <laughs> new level, new devil. Yeah, I'm talking to y'all. I know you ain't going to have me back after. Oh, y'all can't get rid of me that easy. (laughs) 
Rich McCullough doing the best I can. John 1, 1 John, 1 John, I'm sorry. You get to be like Donald Trump. 1 John 5 and 5. Who is he that overcometh the world? Let me say it again. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you know that every baptized believer that is a believer, he is a son of God? Therefore, I can call him brother and they can call me brother because I'm telling you, I, I'm, I may not be all that I should be, but I'm not what I used to be. God has brought me a mighty long way. And don't be looking at me because y'all been brought a mighty long way too. You know you done messed up. You know that you didn't talk right. You shouldn't have used that curse word last night. You shouldn't have done what you did. But God looks beyond. I'm tired of folks walking around with their nose all stuck up in the air pretending they all that. You better... Only reason you got your nose up in the air was because you look at him. Looking under God, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. So rain down on me, Lord. Rain down on me, Lord. Rain down on me, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. First John 4 4. Ye are little children. Listen to this now. I, I, I need for y'all to realize the power that Jesus has left with us. You, you are overcomer. You are not a slave. You're no longer under the penalty of sin. You have the ability to resist the things of the temptations that are placed before you. God has given you a means of escape. You, you don't have to. No, don't, don't talk about the devil made you do it. You could have said no. Quit lying on the devil. You did it because you wanted to do it. And until you get to the point where you have a relationship with God that you can confess that junk, I don't care what bad or what, how worse, how, how bad you've been, it can't be no worse, but you can always go unto him who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Believe and live. I don't know about y'all, but but I feel bad when, when, I when I have the ability to confess, but I, I'm hard-headed, got pride in the way, and won't confess. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm talking to the walls right now. <sighs> Believe. Ye are. God's little children and have overcome them because greater now notice this because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world now I know y'all 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 got a agenda that serves you but the Bible says if you deny yourself take up the cross 
and follow him, then you're putting Jesus first. Y'all didn't get that, did you? You're putting him first. Notice I didn't finish that sentence. Because there is nothing behind Jesus. He's your all and your all. He's everything that you need. Not husband, not wife, not brother, not mother, not father, not sister, not... It, it, that's it. You know, if a man loved them more than he loved God... I want to leave you with three things. Exodus chapter 20, verse 6. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So the three things I want to leave you is that every believer ought to have these things. You ought to have faith. You ought to have love. And you ought to have obedience. Faith, love, and obedience. Let me just try to hook this up for you real quick. You need to know that God is love. And God demonstrated who he is. And he expects you to demonstrate who he is to you. Not to somebody else. To you. That's why every man must go before the beamer for himself. Just because grandmama made it in don't mean you're going to make it in. Papa might have made it in, but that don't mean you're going to get in on their judgment. You got to have a relationship with God. And if you be ashamed of him, he's ashamed of you. Can I get a witness in this place? So then, God is love, and God first loved you. Therefore, God said, I'm going to demonstrate this because as bad as you've been, as terrible as you are, and the way you've been acting, and no matter what you've done, I'm going to send my only begotten son so that he can endure all the things that you said you can't. He's going to show you how to be faithful unto me. And he said, I'm going to let him be wounded for your transgression. I'll allow him to be bruised for your iniquity. I'm going to put pain on him that, that no man could withstand. And Jesus said not a mumbling word. So then, what does God require of you? He requires of you to have faith that Jesus is God. Because those who say that Jesus is not God, those who won't acknowledge that Jesus is, is God, is not a child of God. They're not in the family. And there's too many folks that are walking around on this earth that are denying that God has made a way out of no way for them. 
Now, God didn't give you conditional love. God gave you unconditional love. Why is that? Because when you were yet a sinner, Christ died for you. It wasn't because you did good or that you, you did something or said something that, that gave reason or Jesus a reason to save you. He, say, he put you out there before, no matter what you've done. All you got to do is believe and receive. So then because I, God made a way, it requires me to take hold of it. How do I take hold of it? I take hold of it by faith. That's why you got to have faith. Not the kind of faith that just any kind of faith, but I'm talking about saving faith. The faith that gives you the courage to stand up for Jesus and say, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he died and rose from the dead for me. And because he lives, I am redeemed. I believe. Don't be ashamed of who Jesus called you to be. Quit sitting on your keister, being silent. You ought to shout it all over this place who you belong to. This is going to break some of your heart. But if you... I know the word says if you deny him, he will deny you before the Father. Y'all need to ask yourself, are you denying him? When you remain silent, when you won't take a position or a stance, are you denying him? So you got to have faith. You must believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that He died and rose from the dead. Then faith will cause you to step out on that. Faith will cause you to say, I believe. It will help you by the influence of the Holy Spirit to say, For God I live, and for God I die. But you know something? If we are Therefore, children of God, we are just like God. Now, don't tell me, don't, ain't nobody ever told you, you just like your daddy, or you just like. Can I get a witness? Somebody said, you look just like him. It don't make no difference, they right or wrong. Well, if we got to look like God, then we must exhibit the first thing that he did, and that was love. How do I know that I am a child of God? Because I love the brethren. Somebody needs to get this. Somebody needs to get this. I know I'm taking up your time. I know you're bored, but, but just stay with me for a minute. If you are like God's child, if you are a child of God, then there ought to be love inside of you. Do you know what that love is? It causes you to look at others greater than you look at yourself. It don't do no good to talk about, well, you, you, uh, okay, well, you, you have a good day and I, 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 you, you, all the things you need, may God give it to you. Well, if you're able to give, then God using you. If you love, you won't withhold what you can give. Because God loves a generous. Now, I know some folks think I'm talking about their money. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about your will. 
I'm talking about your actions. I'm talking about your deed. In other words, everything that you have belongs to God and he gave it to you. You didn't have it because God has given it to you. And if he gave it to you, then you ought to use it for the glory of the kingdom. You'll go to the nightclub and sing up a storm, but you won't even get the choir. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. I'm, I'm just calling the things out they are. If it ain't true, then don't, it ain't talking. I'm not talking to you. Who gave you the gift? Then don't forget it. You ought to use it for his glory. I know y'all ain't liking me, but I didn't come to be like, I come to preach the hell out of it. Man ought to sometimes stop and sit in front of a mirror and look at himself. You realize that you, you, you got a long way to go. But I'm, I, I, don't, I don't like this, these people that, that, that act like they done arrived. Ain't got no problem. Always pointing out your problem. That sermon for you. That's a lie. It's a sermon for you. You need it as much as I did. You hellraiser. I'm sorry. I didn't come. I come to preach. I didn't come to make you shout or jump. I didn't come. I come to preach. The gospel of Jesus Christ and your truth will set you free. Believe and live. So if you got if you got saving faith and you believe in Jesus Christ, then you ought to reflect the God. You ought to love the brethren. Talking about hating on folk, getting in clicks and getting mad at this person, getting mad at that person. Come on, that ain't the way God operates. Don't talk about, don't tell me you all sanctified and uh, you've been from your head to your foot and you acting like a knee. Y'all, excuse me, I almost said a uh, son. You gonna act like you, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I know the difference between pretenders and contenders. Some of us are pretending. I come to set you free. I'm tired of pretenders. Give me some contenders. Some people that know that they done messed up, tore up from the floor, but they got God to pick them up. I, I should have been done sit down already, but I can't get off this floor. I need to close this thing. Believe. 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 And your belief will result in your action. Don't be talking junk to me. Telling me you all that in a bag of chips and that you don't do this, you don't do that. Oh, don't be acting like you didn't mess up because you thought it, it was already done. Now tell me, I want to see a hand of those that they haven't had a bad thought, that, they, that didn't have one just probably five minutes ago. I wish the pastor would shut up. I'll knock him out. 
Don't tell me you didn't have a bad thought. You would have killed me if you could have. Last thing. Not only you to have faith, you'll have love. But because you have love, you can obey. If you really love God, that's what he says. If you love me, then you'll keep my commandment. So therefore, because you love God, you will obey. You will obey what he said in Romans 10. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he died and rose from the dead, you shall confess it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. And so every time you hear the word of God and you refuse to come forward, what are you saying? I don't need him. I'm going to do it my way. But don't come up here when they get ready, when you deceased. Yeah, I'm talking to you. When, you, when, when the breath in your body has left you, but you want a church funeral. And the first thing you ask for, excuse me, y'all, I'm talking to somebody. First thing you want is repass. You're worried about eating more than you're about eating the word of God. Sit down there and tell food. Won't come to church. Don't want to listen to the word of God, but you were to eat. Bible said if a man hungry ought to eat at home. Why? Church is going broke today. Because people are eating their lives away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have went there. Should've. Yes, I should have. Believe and live. You can obey. You can do what God has required of you. I don't care what kind of temptations are placed before you. If you look unto him who is the author and the finish of your faith, if you look at the him which cometh your help, if you know that you can do all things with God, you ought to act like you can. Quit surrendering to this junk. We need some people to stand up and be a witness for Christ. How can I say all of that? It's because Jesus gave a perfect example. He came. He died for you and for me. Not because we deserve it. Not because we act like it or that we have done anything right. It's because God had mercy and grace. So he looked beyond how you were acting and said, I'm going to give them a chance to receive me because I'm the only one that can wash away their sin. So Jesus came and he hung on an old rugged cross from the sixth to the ninth hour. And he said one important thing, it is finished. They put him in a bar or two. Stayed there all day Friday. See, y'all thought he, that he was laying there, but he, but he went down to the depths of hell and said, I got to preach to these sinners that ain't heard my word before. I'm going to shake the gates of hell and take the keys away from Sam. I'm going to let him know who's boss. 
He set the devil in order. Say, get behind me, Satan. You have no place here. And y'all need to start telling Satan, you ain't got no place here. My body is a temple. Y'all ought to say that to yourself. My body is a temple. If you've been born again, your body is a temple unto God. I didn't ask you how bad you were last night. If you believe that Jesus Christ died for you and he rose from the dead and you have been fested out of your heart, then you have been saved. That's what John was trying to tell everybody. Don't forget you've been saved, not by the deeds that you've done, but by the blood of Jesus. Believe and live. church open uh, the word of God has been preached you know but now it's your time if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior now is your time if you just lost your way Jesus said he's married to the backslider he'll look, he'll look beyond your faults and he'll, he'll see your needs it doesn't matter what anybody else have to say it's between you and God. That's all what matters when it comes down to it. You and God. Don't let this moment pass you by. As the choir sings, why don't you come? If you're here today, why don't you come? Why don't you come?
man said, there are none we wait upon the Lord today. Lord say we add to the church daily, such as shall be saved. Amen. Therefore, as we get ready to partake of this bread and this wine, concentrate it, make it holy and acceptable unto you that it represents your body and your blood, and most of all, your will. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Have your way, let your will be done in Jesus' name, amen. Before you to... everyone have a cup thank you Jesus took bread he blessed it he broke it and he passed it on to the disciples and he said take eat this is my body which was broken for you eat all of it same like manner he blessed the wine 
he passed it on to the disciples and said, drink. But this is my blood, which was shed for you. Drink ye all of it. I want to clarify one thing for you. When I say to you, drink ye all of it, it means that you must accept the word of God in its entirety, not in partiality. So when I say drink ye all of it, it means you ought to be willing to try to follow Christ all the way, all day. Amen? Amen. Don't think I'm talking about just the wine because some of you might get drunk. But I'm talking about his word. Let it consume you and then hide that word in your heart that you may not sin against God. Let's go choir. cannot make it without you so Lord as we prepare to leave this place impart your presence of your Holy Spirit upon us consume us Lord God rest rule and abide within us henceforth now and forever and saints of God said in one voice Let's try that again. Give me one more time. Come on, choir. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 